I don't know what any of this shit is, and I'm fucking scared. First, you're going to tell me about this dying stuff. Sorry about that. What is a scientist? You caught me like I'm experimenting with science. It's like magic with electricity. I know that. I'm not stupid. I'm smarter than you. The smartest scientists in the entire world all agree science is a liar sometimes. Seriously, this could not seem less scientific. Those idiots don't know anything about science. It's science. I believe it's pronounced science. This is the least scientific thing I've ever seen. So I'm just experimenting with them? You'll be quiet. Thank you, scientists. Under the guise of science. Hell <laughs> Shit. Flubbed right out of the gate. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Chris. I suck. Hi, <laughs> I'm Charlie, and I can't wait to constantly catch myself for talking over you. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a thing. That's what we're into. Yeah. What are you folks into? Call us at... I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, Shit. Imagine it live would be fucking... I can't imagine radio dudes back in the day or radio people back in the day. Yeah, it's it's nonsense. Even with like the dump button and stuff like that, that only buys you... Yeah, like seven a seconds. A few seconds. Yeah. Yeah, it'd have to be on every day. On top Oof. of all that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if if I didn't have a different job to do, I'm sure. I'd much rather I guess. do that. Yeah. yeah I guess you get good at everything that you do over and over and over. Yeah. I mean, we're at least 38 times better than we were the first episode. Absolutely. And <laughs> all I do is talk, so... <laughs> I got. I just got better at talking. You got to do all the uh, whatever other buttons you push. I know there's. I know there's button pushing involved. There, <laughs> there are several buttons to yes. be pushed. <laughs> there are, there's a. There's a couple of levers. Um, there is one pulley uh, as well. Still, have, still got a pulley. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's uh, it, 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 uh, it burns out the traps a bit, but you know, it's it's a good burn. So All right. It's worth it. Right. <laughs> Sometimes elbow grease is the only way to get her done. Absolutely. Get that uh really really engage my trunk, you know, while I'm pulling it. Yeah. Uh really uh lock my knees and jerk my back. Just really make sure I'm doing it correctly. <laughs> that is that is solid form. That's <laughs> <laughs> Lift with your back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always sunny. Uh, Charlie and Mac are carrying a, a pool table. This is like season two, three of the most. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they can't move it. Mac's like, Charlie, are your knees locked? He goes, they're locked. Are you using your back to lift? He's like, I am jerking my back as hard as I can. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. So, uh, what else what is we, fantastic? What are we talking about? Okay, so today's episode is about Marie Curie. However, I think that's the it's French, right? So, I think we're gonna say Curie. 
and butcher it as Americans. Yeah. Well, what, what's fun is like even before we like one of the my favorite things right out of the gate is that I've always said her name with a French accent because Curie is a Gilly is right. a French name. And then one of the first things to find out is that she was born in Poland. And if if she's not French, then what else is historically inaccurate about young Einstein? Oh boy, that's true. <laughs> I, th- I think there's I think there's a few historical inaccuracies in that movie. Are you sure that's not the <laughs> only one? They they somebody just that just got by somebody when they were know, writing I, it. I can think of at least one other one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe more. I don't know. We'll have to. Maybe we'll do a deep dive. All right. I'll watch that fucking movie. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but before before we get into Marie Curie, though, I wanted to talk about Tupac. Oh, all is, right. Yeah, completely, completely going the other way. Um, one song in particular I was listening to earlier today. Um, you know the song "Toss It Up." Not it's by name. With, I, I might okay. know the beat. Um, Jodeci's singing in it. It's like, uh, I guess a faster pace kind of dancey song and you know, it's a good song, but it, it, for whatever reason makes me think of in my imagination, this song is probably what hanging out with Tupac was like, and it's kind of terrifying. So (laughs) it starts out with like, yeah, like a club beat. Like you'd be dancing with, you know, this is a party. Everybody's having a good time. He's talking about, you know, girls and and whatever, you know, typical hip hop kind of stuff. And then the middle is a long, I don't know if it's Jodeci or Casey and Jojo at that point. I don't know when the transition happened as far as, as it relates to that song. But uh, each one of them has like their own verse. Like it's a long middle thing with, with them singing. Oh, wow. And it's still still a party song. Still everyone having a good time. We're talking about girls, hotel rooms, all that kind of good stuff. And then the second Tupac verse starts, and it sounds like he's going that way. He's talking about uh, give me a number, I get around like the usual. And then out of nowhere, he's like, "Oh, by the way, fuck you, Dr. Dre," and goes on this wild tangent about how Dre can't, <laughs> Dre's not allowed back in Compton, and like the. the, the and then it ends, the song ends, it's still Jodeci's singing their piece, and Tupac is doing his in the background talking trash and still talking trash. Like, yeah, I read that, I read that magazine interview, and you're talking peace. Nah, there's no peace, but like, <laughs> like he's really out of nowhere, turned on a dime. So I, I pictured <laughs> like, can you imagine that's probably hanging out with Tupac at a party? Like everyone's having a good time on the dance floor. And then all of a sudden he just flips on someone and he's in somebody's face and everyone that was dancing is now just turning, standing, facing each other. And it, it, like, <laughs> it's fucking terrifying. That was every night for death row records. Probably. Oh my God. That sounds so exhausting. Even, yeah. even at the, even at the age where you might've been able to convince me that it would be a good time. That still sounds exhausting and I don't want to deal with any of it. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> fuck here we go again (laughs) (laughs) no just just let him just let him get it out if 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 you cut him off he's gonna start over (laughs) 
Back of <laughs> just stand three back. So it looks like you're still there on his side, but you're not in it like in that line of people that have his back. Stand a couple rows deep. <laughs> like, no, I was there. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Not uh not trying to be on the front line of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't like being on the front line of anything. Yeah. <laughs> that's usually where it's usually where you have to do the most. That's what it boils down to. I don't want to do all that shit. Whatever it is. Yeah. No. Even even if he was just aggressively talking about helping people move, I'd just be like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just help people move today. Can we just enjoy the evening? Pac. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted, I figured I would uh, relate that story. It was it's a fun of, visual. Yeah. It's definitely a fun. Uh, like, especially because the party music is still going on, but like now shit is serious and people are going to kill each other soon. But yeah, like, what, ha- what happened? I was, I thought I was talking to him and she was uh, over here dancing and nope. Yeah. Like if you've ever been at a crowded party and you're walking through and you just, you know, it just sounds like yelling everywhere. Everybody's yelling, having a good time. And then it's like, Oh, that yelling sounds different. Yeah. That sounds a little bit different, that yelling. And then you get a little closer and you see that there's a lot of emphatic hand gestures. And it's yeah. like, okay. And the yelling <laughs> is coming from two distinct sides. There's somehow <laughs> sides have been aligned and, yeah. <laughs> and they appear to be oh now they're looking at each other okay mm. great great that's awesome <laughs> uh, funny kind of transition i can't remember if you were you were in the bathroom at the the cbgb's downstairs that party yeah 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 i almost called it the clutch show but then i remembered nope that was just us yeah <laughs> it was us yeah, just rocking so. out the clutch with our mouths yeah there was no there was no music so we were it was an old cbgb's it was downstairs it was a private party um everything was cool we were hanging out people were drinking you know it was a normal thing um there was an unused bathroom in the back where people used to go to smoke so we went in there and a couple of us went and you know had a, had a little cypher going and we're singing clutch with our just making mouth noises and, and <laughs> singing the, the various songs and yeah just like like that is no exaggeration that is yeah. exactly how it went <laughs> yeah. and it was probably 15 20 minutes of that maybe yeah yeah, and yeah, we got done. We walked out to a fucking war zone. Like the, the, <laughs> it was chairs flipped, broken bottles, broken glass. Broke, like what the fuck happened while we were in there, just doing clutch noises with our mouths? <laughs> <laughs> and the one friend who wasn't in there with us was asleep on the couch and yes. slept through all of it. <laughs> he slept through everything, which is impressive <laughs> in its own way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jealous. I can't sleep through anything. <laughs> no. Especially not peeing. Uh, but I digress. Um I guess that yeah. that's what happens as you get old and you start to break down. Maybe there's uh I'm trying to go, there's some kind of radioactivity connection here. 
trying, <laughs> I'm trying to swing us back in. I don't know how you go from Death Row Records back to Marie Curie, but um, yeah, I got nothing. She was fucking gangster in her own way, though. Yeah, there you go. Nice, nice recovery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, she was. Uh, I guess uh, we have a video, correct? We do, in fact. It is uh, on the Ted-Ed channel. Uh, it is the genius of Mary Kelly uh, by Shohini Ghosts. You think I said that right? Yep. S-H-O-H-I-N-I-G-H-O-S-E. Definitely. Um. <coughs> Probably yeah, I guess without, uh, <laughs> without any further ducks. Well, I, I leaned into the mic that time. That's what happened. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> further away. <laughs> Hold on, let me get this cough. <laughs> All righty. Um, ooh, let me do this real quick. I'll do... All right, that's right. I lowered the volume, so I will... <laughs> Damn, this sounds dope already. If you want a glimpse of Marie Curie's manuscripts, you'll have to sign a waiver and put on... Every time I see or hear have to sign a waiver, I think of the fucking goddamn bare naked lady song. Just have to sign a waiver. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's just in there forever. Poor you. Yeah. Sucks. I never think of that song and it's great. It's going to creep in there now. Yeah, thank you. Damn it. <laughs> Anytime. First werewolf bar mitzvah, now this. <laughs> werewolf bar mitzvah, I'm down with, though. I like thinking of that. Spooky, scary. <laughs> I remember thinking the words, I, I, I had the words wrong. I thought it was boys becoming men, men becoming wolves. Yeah, I That's thought that was it. I, I think it's wolves becoming men, men becoming wolves. Oh, so okay. back and forth. I was like, All gotcha. right. Yeah, I thought it was the step up, the boys becoming men, that's the bar mitzvah, men becoming wolves, that's the werewolf. Right. But I, oh, okay. I yeah, it's it's tricky. It's, very it's like tricky. a Baron, Berenstein Bears situation. <laughs> Berenstein, yeah. Um quick uh quick fact about that song. So they only recorded like a tiny bit for 30 Rock, because that's what it was on. Okay. Uh, and Donald Glover wrote for 30 Rock, Childish Gambino community mm-hmm. Donald Glover. And he wrote the rest of the song, like he wrote lyrics for all of it. And a lot of the Tracy Morgan you hear is him doing a Tracy Morgan impression. Really? Yeah. That's a very good impression. It's fucking dead on. Like the, the stuff in the middle, like when they're talking back and forth. He was like, no, Trey, that's not what it, like, like that. That's him wow. using his own voice, and then that's him doing a Tracy Morgan impression. That's impressive, yeah. Himself. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, that fellow's talented. Agreed. Uh, anyway, <laughs> 14 <laughs> seconds into the video, five of which was the <laughs> <was a> title card. <laughs> Ooh. 
from radiation contamination. Madame Curie's remains, too, were interred in a lead-lined coffin, keeping the radiation that was the heart of her research and likely the cause of her death well-contained. Yeah. Growing up in Warsaw, in um, Russian-occupied Poland... The yeah, the... Uh, just that her bones are still radioactive or not anymore? Probably, right? Still, probably, yeah. Holy I mean, whatever shit. she was working with, the uh, the half life. I mean, if, if her notes, even like her notebook, you you gotta. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit! This might kill. If you read this raw dog, you might die. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, the. I mean, I guess we know the answer now. Like officially, I mean, if. Oh, so that's what this video is all about. That's right. It's that she proved that just because you get radioactive uh, doesn't mean you're going to be a superhero like or, or no. zombie. like well, she would have. That's the whole reason she did all this, right, was to prove that you can't be zombies from radioactivity. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or, yeah, it was Superman. I don't know which. No. <laughs> Why she did this? I guess, I don't know. If they don't tell us here, I guess it was just because this well, was what no, she I mean, was, it was yeah, they super into. They didn't realize the, like, the magnitude of the amount of radiation she was getting because it was still. Yeah. Like, it was, like that other article that I, I sent you just. Like this is right around the same time as that, or just before that, where uh, everybody in Victorian England was was dyeing their stuff green because people mm -hmm. were like lamplight instead of gaslight or something like that, or the other way around. Okay. So people were starting to wear colors out at night because you could actually see them. And, oh wow! But there was a ton of arsenic and all the paint that they were dying their dresses with. So just people just started dropping dead left and right. Oh, damn. Yeah. It, it like crazy, like, but like deteriorating because they're just get they're dying slowly of being poisoned. Yeah. Fashion over function. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. I mean, that kind of happened with lead too, right? Cause lead was in all the paint and lead was in the friggin' uh, gas. So we were, driving and putting lead into the air and people getting sick lead yeah. poisoning That's, yeah yeah <laughs> see i was the like <laughs> they were so dumb back then that shit they they just like the got rid 70s. of that when i was alive yeah exactly alive. <laughs> <laughs> like there was an option there was leaded and unleaded gas when we were younger now it's just right. everything's unleaded but yeah you get both <laughs> they were, they, we weaned off it but uh but i mean for what you were saying like as far as knowing about this kind of like she kind of coined the term radioactive. Like it wasn't even, she invented the word. So no, they had no idea that this kind of stuff could happen. Yeah. She, yeah. It's figured it out. The hard She was like, it's, this is doing something. <laughs> <laughs> just every day, just yelling out the door of her, uh, of her lab. Guys. <laughs> happening again it keeps doing it <laughs> oh man uh, there we go the young Marie originally named Maria Skarowska was a brilliant student 
but she faced some challenging barriers. As a woman, she was barred from pursuing higher education, so, in an act of defiance, Marie enrolled in the Floating University, a secret institution that provided... All right, so th that series of sentences right there. Um, the Floating... The Floating uh, Institute? Is that what it's called? Or the Floating yeah. University? Like, I... Like, like the Red Room from the... <laughs> the, uh, the what's-her-name movie? Oh, goddamn, why can't I remember her name? The Scarlet uh, Scarlet, yeah, Marvel. yeah, yeah. That one. Black Widow. Black Widow, there's the... Yeah. And, yeah. and it, Clandestine just further drove that home. Because Clandestine's never, almost never used in a positive... Yeah, light. It's usually anytime you hear that, you're like, "Oh, bad shit's going on." Right, and and this this almost has the making. It almost has the makings of a superhero origin story, and then working with radioactivity and all that. Like this is, but it doesn't end there. But you know, yeah, clandestine. The uh, like you'll never hear. Uh, Machiavellian used with a positive in a positive light, right? Like, there's no way to do that unless not really, unless you're tricking. Well, unless I guess talking about Tupac, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, you we just explained what it was like to be at a party with him at any given yeah. moment. So <laughs> frightening. Um, but yeah, I guess with um with Machiavellian, is that just manipulative, or does it also mean manipulative with ill intent? Um, it, it kind of implies, uh, um, climb for power in a way. Right. Was, yeah. That, that, was, that was kind of, his I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's like, cause I, I never read anything by him. So I think that's just kind of like the, uh, the connotation that has evolved over time. Yeah. Like do whatever it takes kind of. Thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, draconian draconian is definitely bad. Like yeah. there's no getting around that one. Draconian is right. like, ah, oh, fuck. There's some bad yeah, shit going a, on. Does that tie to Dracula? Is that like the same root? Do, those two words come from the same root word, you think? Cause they the, definitely the whole... do, because I think I'm, I'm almost positive uh, the name Dracula is like it's dragon. Like the word dragon oh, okay. is rooted, or the word dragon is involved in there yeah. somewhere. Or at least it sounds like I know what I'm Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I remember that from one of the movies, though. And that, uh... Yeah, well, so clandestine from... education to Polish youth. But oh, yeah, oh, but before yeah, before we go further, yeah. <laughs> how do people find out about secret organizations and shit? Like, I never like if I was like, this is what I want to do, and people were like, no, I'd be like, all right. Like all these good <laughs> stories of people going places, it's always and they said no, and, and they found this. Where if it's clandestine, however you pronounce that word, how do you find that? Like, I don't even know how to get a fucking Tor browser so I can use the dark web, let alone. Like, I don't, <laughs> like, how do you figure this shit out? Who let you? You in? could totally be lying to me that that's how you get there. And I'd believe you. Cause... Well, there's there's no Google. Like, as far as if you, all you need is a certain type of browser and you can get to the dark web. Mm. There's just no Google. You have to know where you're going. You need to know the addresses and stuff. So it's like, who tells you? Yeah. Where do you get those? I have no fucking idea, which is why I've never been. On, well, there's other reasons I don't go on the dark web too, because it's fucking scary. But yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> but so, I wouldn't know where to go anyway. 
Do you see the commercials that they have where they're definitely trying to scare uh, the older half of the populace? Of your information could be on the dark web. It's like if it's on the dark web, it's already too fucking late. They sell fucking yeah. people there. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, we can get your fake. social security number back, but we can't save all those fucking children that are being sold every day. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so I, I was at a security conference because that's what I, my day job. Mm. So um, there's a guy whose job it is. He he actually is an undercover agent, basically on the dark web, where he gets in with groups and and gets into different forums and all this stuff just to gather information like he's not trying to blow his cover to bust anybody he's just gathering all the information he can and pass it along to whatever government organization that he works for but uh he showed some of the things that you can encounter on there and there was a list of things that you could do to people and the prices for them and they were things such as break their knee or just jump them uh, to actually ordering a hit or ordering people uh, things stolen from them or like all this stuff. And there were the regular people prices and then there were the celebrity people prices. So it was like, you know, you had to pay more if you wanted me to go a stranger to go mug a celebrity, but you could literally through the dark web order a hit on somebody, you know, it's, it's not cheap, but there would be no trace back to you. It would be a complete stranger. Holy shit. And yeah. now, even with the guy collecting all the intel, like, what what can they even do with that? Because they can't trace the person that's there, right? You can't get, like, IP yeah. addresses and shit, right? I guess you can try to shut down wallets, like the, the Bitcoin wallets and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. Or try to somehow convince people to misstep and you know let their guard down and let you in on something. Uh, all right. I don't know. Um, shut down I wallets. By the way, new Raekwon album. <laughs> I like it. Any <laughs> any word in front of the plural of wallet is a Raekwon <laughs> album name. <laughs> all right. Uh, Back to the clandestine yeah. education. By saving money and working as a governess and tutor, she eventually was able to move to Paris to study at the reputed Sorbonne. There, Marie earned both a physics and mathematics degree, surviving largely on bread and tea. Jeez. Yeah, like... Near starvation. Yeah, right until the wheels fall off almost. Yeah, like... That's why I'm like, anytime I hear shit like that or read shit like that or watch a video and someone says something like that, it's like, oh, man, I have no fucking drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I have no fucking drive at all. Like, yeah. like, if I'm hungry, it's just like, oh, cool. All right. Well, then I'll just stop doing the thing that I'm doing because I can just go eat. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been... Actually, I've been waiting for me to get hungry because I've been dying to go eat. <laughs> I enjoy that. And what I couldn't, I couldn't wait to stop doing this thing to eat. <laughs> Every 15, like, 20 minutes looking down at my stomach, just going, What the fuck, man? Come on. <laughs> Wake up. Not even so much as a growl out of you. Come on, yeah. bro. 
And she's like, they're like, come on, Marie, you got to eat. She's like, no, I'm trying to earn my second degree. I had a piece of bread. Shut up. (laughs) All right. Well, at least have this tea. Fine. (laughs) She's writing two papers at the same time on each hand. It's like, all right, somebody invent the straw so I can keep writing these two papers out at the same time. In Paris, Marie met the physicist Pierre Curie, who shared his lab. But she longed for Poland. Upon her return to Warsaw, though, she found that securing an academic position was a challenge. All was not lost. Back in Paris, the lovelorn Pierre was waiting, and the pair quickly married and became a formidable scientific team. That so in in the comments in this, let's see if I can see it too. Um. No, nah, it's it's not close enough that I can just go find it. But somebody wrote that quote about uh, shared his lab and his heart with her. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody wrote a comment about it. It's like, yep, that quote got to find me a man like that. And I just was like, oh, like just rolling my <laughs> eyes. And I was like, I'm not going to be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. You've never been inside a fucking lab. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Find me a man like that. How about you master two disciplines? (laughs) (laughs) That's what she did. She earned a man like that. Yeah. Um, I guess. And he was fucking lucky. Fell into the jackpot rode her coattails right to a nobel (laughs) (laughs) sure come on in and study with me (laughs) (laughs) he ben affleck his way to the uh (laughs) like affleck to an to a goodwill hunting oscar (laughs) so too did pierre curie win a nobel prize (laughs) And another dude too. Yeah, he was like, "I'll I'll drive." (laughs) (laughs) Another physicist's work sparked Marie Curie's interest. In 1896, Henri Becquerel discovered that uranium spontaneously emitted a mysterious X-ray-like radiation that could interact with photographs. So my question is that. Who are we making fun of at that point for that sentence? An X-ray-like radiation. Was X-rays invented yet? I. Th- hmm, that's a good question. Were so radiation? I don't invented. I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, radiation. The idea of something radiating. Mm-hmm. Yes, that existed. Okay. Um. <laughs> X-rays, so that's just on the spectrum that had to have been. So what what year was this? Did it say? Uh, 1890 something, right? 1890, okay. So, I mean, it's before Einstein is doing his thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Einstein was. I I remember looking that up as well because I wanted to know how far apart they were in age, her and Einstein. Um, Just because I was like, no way, young Einstein's wrong about three things. 
<laughs> that they were the same age. Um, yeah, they were yeah. they were like thirty years apart in age. Okay, I think at least at least twenty five. I'll draw. I'll I'll twenty five is the floor. Final offer. Yeah. Um, so I mean, we didn't have Einstein proving the photon and stuff like that yet. So I mean, I, they they may have had X-rays. I I honestly don't know. Um, but that might that might also be a way of us describing something with words that we know that they didn't know at the time. I don't know. Okay. All right. All right. You just uh you just bought them out because ultimately all this nonsense was me being a stickler about English. So okay. <laughs> That's that's my favorite part, though. <laughs> uh, Curie soon found that the element thorium emitted similar radiations. Most importantly, the strength of the radiation depended solely on the element's quantity and was not affected by physical or chemical changes. This led her to conclude that radiation was coming from something fundamental within the No, I did not know that specific fact until I watched this video this morning for the first time. I had no idea that the radiation was coming from within the atoms. Yes. This is the weak nuclear force. So it wasn't uh, you know, quantum wasn't the quantum physics, quantum mechanics, none of that was a thing yet. So they didn't know exactly what this was. But yeah, that's that's one of the uh, the four fundamental forces of nature. Actually, this this radiation. And what are are they doing this with? Just like just microscopes and shit, like nothing crazy, really, as far as uh, like how they detect it. Yeah, like stuff to observe it with. Yeah, I guess they would, like the one guy had a certain type of paper that picked it up. Oh right, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, that, yeah. that whole thing. That whole me getting yeah. mad about X-rays thing. Okay. All right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they have stuff like that, I'm sure. It's, you know. If they had the paper, they must have had X-rays then, right? Yeah, but they were already like was it photography paper? <sighs> I don't know. I don't yeah, cuz then that would <laughs> I feel like we would have heard a lot more about just people just dying getting their picture taken and not cuz it took Five hours. <laughs> yeah. Slow cancer. Um, where are we at here? So, from within the element. The idea was radical and helped to disprove the long standing model of atoms as indivisible objects. Next, by focusing on a super radioactive ore called pitch blend. The Curies realized that uranium alone couldn't be creating all the radiation. So, yeah, this, the atomic bomb is born out of this stuff. This is one of the, yeah, this is a few rungs on the ladder before that get up to that point. But, yeah, it's one of the first times that they noticed that, okay, the atom is not indivisible like we thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. That, yeah, like, so this is 1890s to within 30s, 40s, within 50 years of them figuring atoms can be split. (laughs) I say they. Oh, yeah, they. I wasn't born yet, so I don't count as America in that that part. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But from that to 
melting two cities to the fucking ground. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> and like that's the other thing. So that fact and War of the Wright Brothers was what, nineteen oh three? I uh, don't know. Like, that sounds right. Early nineteen. Yeah. Early. Yeah. So, nineteen oh three first flight is not that long, and with in less than fifty years, they're dropping a bomb that they made out of that research out of a plane that they just came up with, like less than fifty years ago. Wow. Yeah. That, that, those two <laughs> inventions combined. Yeah. Fucking Christ. And of course, it would lead to that. Like, do you know how many people we can kill with this? And someone was just itching to drop it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's fucked. Anywho, on that cheery note. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, were there other radioactive elements that might be responsible? In 1898, they reported two new elements. Polonium, named for Murray's native Poland, and radium, the Latin word for ray. They also coined the term radioactivity along the way. By 1902, the Curies had extracted a tenth of a gram of... Now, does that mean it took them four years to extract that one-tenth of a gram from 1898 to 1902? Or by 1902, they had figured out how to do this and it extracted that much? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it means to extract it either. Is it like they had that pitch blend and they let it radioactively decay in a certain way to get that radium or whatever it was, the salt that was, I don't know. That's actually a good question. And I don't know the answer to it. Radium chloride salt. I like though in, in this video, the picture is her holding this glowing thing barehanded. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. (laughs) That probably is how it went down. Um, Yeah. Look at this fucking thing. Yeah, even in the uh, the trailer for the for the show you sent me about her had the uh, yeah had her just holding like a a jar of radium yeah which I was I can't believe that and it's an old show it's been it's like a couple of years old some show about Marie Curie oh so so you led with. And the actress's name is in it. I forgot it already. Oh, Rosamund Pike. Yeah. yeah. So I I didn't remember who it was. And then I was watching it and I was like, oh, her. And I was like, this is a fucking really deep cut of a fucking, well, not really, but a decent, like it's, it's not, it's probably like a C-level celebrity, realistically. Like, Rosa. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Just, a big fan of hers because she's in the Wheel of Time show, which is, yeah, my favorite books. Well, that was the. That was the next part. I was, uh, I was like, this motherfucker is pulling deep pulls. Like this lady, what the fuck else is she in? And I was like, oh, wheel of time. Okay, that's per- that makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, <laughs> that explains it. <laughs> she was also in Doom. Was she really? Yeah, I've and never seen Doom. Fucking terrible. Okay. Oh my god. She, I mean, she was. I saw Gone Girl, and she was good in that. Yes. So. Yeah. She was a she was a good uh, good crazy lady in that one. Yeah, that and that movie to to Affleck's credit it was much better than expected. He was better than expected. So. Yeah. Good uh, on you, Benefer. He he plays a pretty good piece of shit. I guess. Yeah. I mean that hair slicks back real nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
I said, used to be. <laughs> That's what he said as Batman. Yeah. Used to be a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Itty bitty jeans. Chicken, chicken spaghetti and chickalinis. <laughs> Batmobiles living for Joker's ass. <laughs> Beating Joker's ass. I forgot a word there. Yeah. <laughs> that, that one word makes it a very different sentence. <laughs> what are you doing, Batman? <laughs> Don't look, people of Gotham. <laughs> Did I ever tell you how I got these scars? <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact about that. So the whole weird like tongue flicking thing that he does like through a lot of the movie, Heath Ledger as the Joker in The Dark Knight. Yeah. That is keeping his prosthetics in place. Cuz they keep hmm, coming loose okay. on him, so he's just doing that to keep like the scar makeup. Okay. Yeah, and it ends up looking extra creepy. Like it just right. Worked. Because I remember watching, I was like, why do they keep fucking doing that? Weird. <laughs> yeah, but it's supposed to be weird. Yeah. Or, or at least it ended up being a good weird. Yeah. Uh, anyway, by 1902, the Curies <laughs> had extracted a tenth of a gram of pure radium chloride salt. Right. <laughs> From several tons of pitch blend. An incredible feat at the time. Later that year, Pierre Curie and Henri Becquerel were nominated for the Nobel Prize in Physics, but Marie was overlooked. Pierre took a stand in support of his wife's well-earned recognition. And so both of the Curies and Becquerel shared the 1903... All right, we'll give her one, Nobel but she can't have it by herself. Making- All right. <laughs> Everybody was just an asshole. Like, why? She's like... She figured this. She's holding the the shit that nobody else had been able to do. There, she's like, "Here, I got it. It's that salt that, yeah." And <laughs> like, "All right, well, but you're not allowed in." Like, what the fuck? <laughs> we can't give you this. You're not allowed to own anything. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And they're like, Pierre, can you please do something with <laughs> call it? Probably call their uppity. Like, oh, here she goes again. A little uppity, like. All right, asshole. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so they all got the Nobel Prize. Yeah. King Marie Curie, the first female Nobel. She's got a couple Prize. Nobel records. Yeah. Well-funded and well-respected, the Curies were on a roll. But tragedy struck in 1906 when Pierre was crushed by a so, horse-drawn cart. As yeah. At this, initially, I was like... How are you getting hit by a horse-drawn cart? <laughs> I, uh, and then, I hate, sorry to laugh at it, but yeah. But then I, I started to like, all right, so. they No, they even had horse-drawn carts for like a thousand years at this point, if not more. Right? Didn't Jesus ride in on a, a, a chariot? Into something? No, he, he rode into something on a donkey. Donkey or something. But yeah, they yeah. definitely had... Horse-drawn carts. The fucking Romans had their chariots. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, this is this is not. Yeah, bullshit. I, I, 
how busy was this intersection? Did he get like jostled around? He's like, oh, oh, he can't move. And then the cart comes. Like, how do you, it, not, or was it going that fast? And even then, like, first? he was, maybe he was like, well, busy intersection. Like then there's traffic, right? So it, right. nobody should be moving that fast. That's true too. Um, I, I mean, the only, <laughs> I hate to say pro because it's a, the only reason that's in favor of why he died that way. <coughs> um, but I mean, to be fair, like getting hit by a car is one thing. The car doesn't have its own brain yet. Yeah. Like, horse just could have got fucking like he could have just been near a horse and the horse probably there you go. Fucking... might have gotten spooked and just took off. Yeah. Okay. Ran All right. Down. All I was going to say, this brilliant scientist can't handle crossing the street, but uh, uh, that's fair. If all of a sudden the car just started speeding up, and you're like, oh, what's going on? And you know, threw a light or something like that. What are you going to do? Yeah, but we don't know. He, so, yeah. We don't know if he was uh, writing text on his hand and not paying attention as he crossed the street or. Yeah, his head was in his notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, and there's always the whole brain smart. Uh, sorry, book smart. Yes, street smart. No kind of thing. Two different right. kind of smarts. Yeah. This ain't the streets ain't for your fancy book learning, fella. <laughs> These are the mean streets. Yeah, watch out. That's what the horse is talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> you say, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we've probably made fun of the way this guy died for long enough. Yeah. Sorry, Pierre. <laughs> Marie, devastated, immersed herself in her research and took over Wait, pause it again. teaching position at the Sorbonne. Mm-hmm. Becoming awesome. The Becoming female. the first female uh, professor or whatever. But that's pretty crazy. Like, I know she's brilliant, so it's, then she, there was probably... Uh, a hiring process and all that kind of stuff. But imagine like if I died and my wife was like, all right, I'll be the new IT auditor. It's like, it <laughs> doesn't work. You don't just step into my role. <laughs> Again, that sounds more like a origin story stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's like her story is everything leading up to what makes a superhero a superhero, but then the reality of radiation sets in and there's no fun powers. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. <laughs> With his last breath, Pierre <laughs> said, I pass the mantle along to you. <laughs> You're the man. He told now, the dog. horse. <laughs> told my horse, tell my wife. <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew we weren't done making fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> no. Her solo work was fruitful. In 1911, she won yet another Nobel, this time in chemistry for her earlier discovery of radium and polonium and her extraction and analysis so, of pure radium and its compounds. Wait, hang on one more second. There might be a... This made her the first, and to this date only person to that win Nobel prizes in two yeah. different so i believe they just said in there that it was for they gave her that for her old work like for the stuff that she did like by discovering those two 
and I guess how they influenced uh, chemistry also. Okay. But she, I, I think she did some other stuff with like uh, extracting uranium and, and, but it was basically the same thing that she was doing and it was some of her previous stuff too. Do you yeah. think this was like a payback Nobel, like the same way that um, Scorsese won best director for the departed? Like that wasn't his best. <laughs> but it was like, all right, but yeah, it, we definitely we this is long overdue, and you're definitely getting it. But like, right, it's probably as close as you're gonna get. Yeah, but also realistically, like she did do all of this stuff. So and like, especially with it influencing, like, like yeah, not un- I, unforeseen stuff. That's what I think. It's more about that. It's that. Wow, she figured all this stuff out for physics, and then a couple of years down the road, it was like, holy shit, not only that, but it relates to chemistry, too. Like, they didn't even know, they other people didn't realize the benefits until long you know, later. Well, they're scientists, I mean, so we can say we. We didn't realize. That's true. Yeah, we didn't know. We had no idea. We didn't know. Yeah. Um, what uh, What's that thing I was going to ask? I have no idea. So, uh... It's about her being like champ, champ, basically. <laughs> yeah, no, it's two, it's two belts. Exactly. Yeah, she uh, <laughs> she has the uh, the heavyweight and the intercontinental belts, right? right. Now, and retired with them and went to a different federation. Yeah, first ever, and <laughs> yeah, nobody can come for the crown. put her discoveries to work, changing the landscape of medical research and treatments. She opened mobile radiology units during World War I and investigated radiation's effects on tumors. However, these <laughs> I was just going to say, it's... <laughs> you don't see uh, too many uh, mobile radiology units anymore, do you? <laughs> no, not very often. You're like, maybe we should keep these inside. <laughs> 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 and they shouldn't go anywhere else. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it should be surrounded by lead. <laughs> it's like when uh, <laughs> it's like when one of your kids tries to bring out like a really fan grabs a really fancy glass, tries to bring it outside. It's like no, 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 no. this isn't for outside. This doesn't go outside. No, no, put right. it back. <laughs> put it back. Good. This is a, this. We use this at the table only. <laughs> yeah. Curie died in 1934 of a bone marrow disease, which many today think was caused by her radiation exposure. Like they can, revolutionary research laid the. They could probably exhume her body, right? I guess they could. If they wanted to. Yeah, um, I mean, mean, if they wanted to figure it out, like they could do it if they wanted to. Like it wasn't challenging, right? <laughs> like if yeah, if they were curious and wanted to to really study it to find out how she died, I, I imagine they could. Yeah, what's in them bones? What you got in them bones? Yeah. <laughs> Let's find out. Groundwork <laughs> for our understanding of physics and chemistry, blazing trails in oncology, technology, medicine, and nuclear yeah. physics, to name a few. Yeah, that's for good or ill. Her discoveries in radiation launched a new era. It's like all the things. Right. Like the stuff she did helped all the things happen. 
Yeah, it was like one of the one of the main dominoes, one of the major dominoes that then branched off into other little domino chains, kind of. Yeah, you know how they do that. That's so fucking crazy. Yeah. I just got a few more seconds in this one. Oh nope, that was it. It was just an eye opening back. That's the end. Okay. Cool. Pretty wild shit. Yeah. I mean, the oncology stuff, obviously, that that touches a personal note. So in in a sense, like if she didn't discover all this stuff, like the amount of people who have been saved from radiation, you know, after they found tumors and shit like that is, yeah, I mean, at great personal cost, she kind of laid herself on the landmine for everybody else. Um, like, so how does, like, what do they use? for radiation treatments like what chemical do they use uh i don't even think it's a chemical i I think it's uh some type of particle that they're aiming at the tumor and shooting in a way to kind of Uh, get it to uh i'm I'm getting them i'm getting them mixed up what's the radiation treatment is with machines right yeah, okay. chemo is the, oh, the one okay. with the drug. Right, yeah. right, right. Okay, yeah. got it mixed up. Um, right. Okay, yeah, I didn't. Uh, I so I guess they're yeah they're just isolating whatever particle of, but it's got to come from an element, right? I guess so. Um, that's probably why it's in such. I, I don't know if they're using uranium or radium or what. what and it's, but they have they have to have something that. Yeah, they're getting this particle off of whatever and using that to beam it at the tumor. Radiation oncology element is oh, radium-223, one of several. It is radium, okay. Radioisotopes. Oh. So, And that's one that Marie Curie literally discovered. Yeah, she discovered. Her and her husband discovered that radium. That yeah. element. And then, so that's huge. Yeah, and the uh, the other element uh, that they mentioned not not the uh, polonium, uh, the other one, uh, which they didn't discover. Uranium. There we go. Uh, that, okay. that one's used for atomic bombs, right? It's like uranium two thirty eight, I believe. I don't know the number, but yeah, I think uranium and plutonium are the ones that are. Easily weaponizable. Two thirty-five, two thirty-eight. Yeah, that's uh. Yeah, there's a, a local band on Staten Island called Uranium Two Thirty-Eight. It's way. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's the only reason I retained it. <laughs> Not from chemistry. I don't remember anything from that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's always the hardest one to me. Chemistry. It was a lot. Yeah. Um, even physics still like it's so I, uh, I ended up with audible, uh, premium cause I was trying to download a book and then I ended up getting backed up and not canceling it in time. So I had a couple of credits to get rid of. So I okay. downloaded the, uh, Kip Thorne book. Uh, okay. The science behind interstellar. And it's just oh sweet yeah, and it, like it comes with a, a PDF too, so you, you you can look at diagrams while he's talking about shit in different chapters. Okay, but, uh, it's neat stuff, but I 
I knew for a fact that this is going to be fantastic to sleep to because once he starts going into formulas and like kind of like almost saying word problems out loud, I was like, that's going to knock me right the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) It's starting to get confusing. Yeah, it's it's been doing its job. (laughs) My brain just goes, nope, fuck it. <laughs> Shut her down. <laughs> I'll try to remind you of everything terrible that's ever happened in your life tomorrow. <laughs> oh, that's such a tangent, but that's that's the worst when you're you're laying there, you're almost asleep, and you're like, you know, remember that time in fourth grade when that kid said something and you said the stupidest thing possible, and it's like, God damn it, yeah, I remember it. But I was trying to sleep, but now I'm going to stress about that. So, (laughs) thanks. Oh, God. It's the worst. It's the worst. It's like, hey, I know you're about to start dreaming, but let's look at the greatest hits from 1998. (laughs) Oh, God. Remember that live with no regrets thing? Here's some regrets. <laughs> you don't always get them immediately. Some of them take a while to grow. <laughs> right. Those are the strong ones. <laughs> right. Those are the ones you, you didn't realize how cringy you were at the time. Yeah. Until looking back at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, I was kind of a lot. What <laughs> <laughs> uh, was the. Oh, back to the uh, the show, Radioactive. Uh, nail on the head. British show or British people, or it's Amazon. So yeah, it's a, yeah. it's American. I I for some reason I was going to say BBC. Yeah, I think it's for America, but was it filmed in a BBC studio? Or was it Amazon studio? Because uh, everyone Amazon. is British. Yeah, okay, Amazon. Okay, but yeah, it's it it's like the. Uh, Everybody in ancient Greece and ancient Rome were also British. Uh, so yeah. Was... Yeah. A story about a Polish gal and a French guy, yep. and uh, fuck it, they all have a British accent because <laughs> Americans are stupid, and that just means not from here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know nobody talking like that round where I come from. <laughs> where from I come? <laughs> <laughs> Quick sidebar on this. Uh, my brother, myself, and uh, my brother's now wife, but at the time, girlfriend, were at my grandparents' house upstate. And there was a yard sale going on next door. And just sounded like people next door. And then you just heard one dude real loud go, <laughs> Man, you better hope in the hell you ain't. It was like... <sighs> the fuck does that mean <laughs> right yeah there's a before and after to that story <laughs> i would like um <laughs> uh, also speaking of british accents for stuff uh i was listening to a jim jeffries interview and he was talking about he auditioned for um what's that called uh the obi-wan series on uh on Disney okay. Plus. Are you familiar? Do you re- do you remember it? I've seen it actually. Okay, so yeah. do you remember Kumail Nanjiani's part where he was like the guy that was like getting people 
through to a uh, Pakistani guy. Okay. Uh, it was like helping smuggle yeah, people, smuggle, kinda? There was the word I was looking for. Yeah, okay. people in and out. Uh, yeah, that yeah. was the part he auditioned for. Oh, okay. And because uh, the guy's like tricking people and like, like he's not being totally honest. So right. he uh, he used a, a British accent for the audition until he got caught. And then the the acting choice he made was I'll use I'll use me regular accent to, you know, to okay. show that he's like. Uh, right. He, this was a front yeah. the whole time. And now the yeah, let his guard down is the real me. None of the people at the audition got that choice. <laughs> they. Like they're they're like I don't even when he explained it they were like yeah like I don't know it it didn't sound they didn't like the way it sounded and when he pressed them for it and he's like there's no Australian people in outer space (laughs) 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 you're only allowed to be British (laughs) (laughs) this is the stupidest frigging thing and that's that's actually Bill Burr because he's in a couple of those uh, what was in the Mandalorian I think yeah Uh, yeah so in in an interview he was saying because he speaks like he speaks with the Boston accent and everything like that and nerds give him shit about it and he's like what like you have no problem with the fact that these people or whatever can fly planet to planet throughout the the different places in in this galaxy and they all speak the same language and they all have this like it, it's just i guess wookies go and some people understand that in english but everything else speaks the same language yeah. they only have a problem <laughs> because nobody has a boston accent in space yeah it's the stupidest fucking thing like you already bought into this. Don't get me wrong. I love Star Wars, but let's be honest. It's a fucking stupid kids show. Basically like that's, you know, a lot of it is nostalgia from watching it. When you were growing up, you show it to people who never saw Star Wars before and they watch it now. They think it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and I, so. I, I remember thinking it and saying it, but it's, it's a low hanging fruit, but, uh, I didn't know that there was a space Boston in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, right. there's memes all over Twitter. I was like, yeah, it's obvious joke. Yeah. Because he is the first one to have that accent in any kind of Star Wars <laughs> thing. But yeah, at the same time, like, I don't know. Like, we're okay with... We already bought in to whatever. Like, you're already... You're already suspending your disbelief because there's so many things that you could easily, easily destroy that disbelief if you if you think about it for more than thirty seconds. Yeah. Um. Back to Mary Curie for a little bit. I'm going to bring up two right. other little things that are uh, both came out of uh, radium being used. Okay. Uh, Radium glass or radium glass? Yeah, radium glass. So they they make glass with either uranium or radium in it. And like, mm. I'll share it on the screen so you can see it. But uh, folks at home, Google it on your own. Uh, it's www.google.com. 
<laughs> those are not familiar with the, there you go. the search engine. This is uranium glass. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it's it's like mixed in when they make the glass, which I guess it's contained, but it still kind of glows green. Like it, it, That's not lit at all. It looks like this is going to be a deep cut. I don't know if anyone's going to get this, but the sequel to Wizard of Oz, Return to Oz. Fuck yeah, dude. And all the things that she was, her friends were in that room that they were transformed into objects and she had to pick the objects oh, to man. you know, get the lion and the scarecrow and all them. Holy fuck. That's what they, they yeah, all the objects were green and that's kind of what they look wow, like. Wow, that's These right. Things. Yeah. Holy shit. Man. I was not planning about thinking about thinking about that today. <laughs> the weird, I I retain the weirdest shit. I really do. Jesus. Um, but yeah, they still make this shit. You know, you're still allowed to buy it. Uh, between uh, just before world, you know, during World War II, and then up until the end of the Cold War, uh, you weren't allowed to make any new shit because it was considered. An asset for making weapons and shit, but uh, they, okay. they in 1986 they let people start making it again, and people oh, wow. make it from time to time still. Does it like? Can you get sick? I don't know. It? Like I didn't, I didn't look that far into it. I, I, I never. <laughs> as yeah. you could probably tell, I never look at the bad side of stuff. I just kind of like, wow, this looks cool. Let's do it. <laughs> you know what's <laughs> There is no looking. No, it does look cool. There is no looking before I leap. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's very cool. But yeah, I'm, I am leery to drink out of a glass. Certainly, with certainly yeah, radioactive things. And then the uh, the other things, radium girls, the radium girls. That is, uh, female factory workers who contracted radiation poison. Uh, because oh, they were using paint that contained radium. Uh, this was in not that long ago. This is 1917. Oh wow! Uh, that's when the factory was uh, men uh, started, and so they were using radium paint because it glowed green, just like these, and it uh. The chemists who made the paint all wore protective shit, but all the women who worked in the factory, they just gave them tiny, short paintbrushes. And just, <laughs> Bikinis. Yeah. There you go. Not even, they, they let them finger paint <laughs> right. these, these watches. Um, but yeah, like they ended up poisoning a, a lot of women, and a lot of them died, and they... Uh, were able to sue them, sue the pants off them. Well, um, silver lining, I guess, but yeah, Jesus. At what cost? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 1917 to 1926. Uh, a penny and a half per dial on the watch, earning them three seventy-five, $3.75 for painting 250 dials per shift, which is the equivalent of $86 in 2022. Damn. Yeah. Fucking terrible. Um, Why wouldn't... What's your problem, dudes? What were you doing? <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> 
Knock it off. (laughs) (laughs) A woman figured out a really important thing. Well, we can't give her credit for it, so let's just give it to her husband. Hey, we found out a real cool way to get these watches to work. Well, all the men are at war. Let's kill the women. It's like, what's that? Can we we have suits, too? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we got enough suits for us. No, there's going to be such a fucking run on them. I don't know why they're British. They're from Chicago. Yeah, this, this is sounding like a uh, sounds like a bull shark. <laughs> Oi, get back on your watches. <laughs> Paint your fucking dials," said the bull shark. Um, but yeah, to end on a lighter note, holy shit, Mary Curie did a lot of wild. Wild discovering two elements, two Nobel Prizes. Invented some words. Yeah. Got to study at a floating college. Yeah, that's true. Under clandestine conditions. So if if anybody out there knows how to join clandestine organizations, send us an email. Shoot us a a DM, whatever the whatever you do. But yeah, how do we get in? You can slide up into whatever you want if we can get in. (laughs) (laughs) DMs or otherwise. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, all right. Well, uh, unless you've got uh, anything else. I do not. It's it's a fun one. Under the guise of science. Guys, always spelled G-U-I-S-E. Uh, you can find us on the Facebook, on the Instagram, uh, and on the Gmail. Where else we at? We also on YouTube. We're on uh, what's that? On TikTok, mm. and we're also on Twitter or X, whatever the hell it's called. But we are at Science Guys on there. G-U-I-S-E. And again, another good. Another good follower for nothing else. If if you don't like, uh, if you don't mind watching uh, watching someone that isn't me on this podcast <laughs> get people worked up, <laughs> <laughs> going after strangers. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. It, also, listen to. Oh, sorry. Uh, the uh, the the amount of vitriol on social media I can handle just is is so much lower now like it's everybody it's it's everybody's trash like it like reading a comment section is like at this point in my life having dairy too close before bed <laughs> like, I'm not gonna feel good after this but yeah. <laughs> I can't help myself <laughs> Well, yeah, sometimes it's it's almost a, a morbid curiosity to see how awful the comments yeah, are. But and they never let you down. No, they do not. <laughs> there's, there's some things that are just like, never mind uh, people still thinking stuff like this, but like someone thinks this at all, ever. Like, why would it, and then you and then say it out loud or, you know, put it out there on the internet forever. Yeah. No, no good examples, but you guys know what I'm talking it's about. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. 
Anywho, on that lovely note. Yeah. <laughs> oh, listen to Farbar. Yeah. They, they will raise your spirits. Every goddamn time. Warp whistle. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a good one. See you next time. A uh, fuck house.